We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Why did it take so long for you to like speak? You Me? can't hear yourself? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know you were opening the show. Yeah, bro. Come on. You opened now? it with a there it is. I always think like <laughs> something bad happened. Every time it's there it is, it's like, oh, what happened now? You know? Let's go. Boss back in the building. Another pod, which means a UFC preview, some MMA stuff. But first and foremost, sports betting. What's up, man? Yeah. You you were one of my main guys to take the trips out to Jersey with. Yeah. So how how are we feeling about this? Yeah, you know what's crazy? I forgot last like one of the last times I was in the studio. It was like this time. It was in January. It was Poirier McGregor. Mm-hmm. It had just got the bill was in motion, and we were talking about it then. And now, like a year later, now it's now it's all like in the game. It's like you know, fair game right at your fingertips, which is crazy. I love it. How's it uh, been? Great for me. I t- yeah. Well. It's been good. It's been good. <laughs> Why that reaction, nah. though? Do you miss going into Jersey? Yeah, there's nothing like going to the window and, like, looking at the tickers and looking at, I don't know, something like last minute that could catch your eye. Like, yo, I kind of like that. I want to ride with that. Or if you're, like, looking at a game while you're at the window and you're like, yo, let me in-game this for a little bit of change. So, yeah, I miss going to, like, the book like that. Also, like, the whole sports book, like, the aura of the sports book where – this guy's rooting for something, and he's rooting for something, and I'm rooting for something totally different. It's just like, it's just energy in there. I don't know. It's just like everyone's pulling for something, you know? Dude, I agree with it's you. It's like that good was, or bad. That was us when we went to the Raiders and Bengals game. Yeah, and it was legal then too, remember? Yeah. We are like, yo, let's just go to the sportsbook just because like, it's more right, right, just for right. the environment, you know? like everyone's... Yeah, we could have easily watched that game at home, but it's it's funny. I was telling you, yo, it's, uh, it's our tradition. You're like, yo, we only did it once. Yeah, because COVID. Yeah, because that first, it was it was Watson and the Colts. Watson versus the Colts. Yeah. The I don't blowout. Know if, yeah, but I don't know if Andrew Luck was still a quarterback. Andrew Luck had to have been the quarterback. He might have been. But we've been to the sports book for other games. Yeah, like, to yeah, hang yeah. Out. But we had went for that first Saturday 430 game, which is always like an AFC South team. It's always like super sluggish and ugly. And we're like, yo, let's just go to the book. Also, when gambling wasn't legal here, we put our bets in for the whole weekend. Right, so right. It was, like, it was like a whole like weekend trip. Yeah, you know? yeah. So then we went again. But it, it's it's so true what you were talking about, how when we went and you're at the sports book. I mean, I was in gaming on my phone, too, because I had money on my accounts and shit. But it's interesting hearing so many different experiences from people's bets as the game is going on. Yeah. That's, Either people are excited about something or bitching about another thing. <laughs> Yo, if, if I remember correctly, I feel like a lot of people when we went were on the Raiders. Yeah. I remember one guy vehemently behind this. Yeah, because when, when they when they got the interception at the end, I remember I sat out of my chair and I was like, yo, let's go, because we were both on the Bengals. And then every it was like pretty quiet. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, yo, I should sit down before we got our ass kicked yeah, yeah, yeah. celebrating. 
No, but it, it's just, I don't know. And they're, like, not even the Bengals, right? Which was, like, that featured game, obviously, because it was the playoffs. But yeah. there's so much other shit yeah, going on. Yeah, it was college like, basketball, soccer, yeah. Premier League and shit. Bundesliga. Guy walking around screaming his best. Yo, this is a lock. Are you kidding? Was it Jimmy Butler? Yeah, J- Jimmy Butler points. <laughs> Come on, I've never seen anything like this. <laughs> like, yo, who is this guy? Blatant disrespect, 26 and a half. You kidding? He's yeah. Going off, bro. He was yeah. Going off. Didn't see him 20 minutes later. Jimmy Butler must have gone missing. Yeah, how many? of the apps are you on uh all of them not nah, three i have all of them downloaded but yeah. like with money in three yeah yeah i i don't know i feel like three is enough for me i never like open the other ones to be i think the only one i have is points bet that i haven't opened mm-hmm. and but i have like actually win too i've opened it but i don't have money in it yeah but i use mgm mgm DraftKings, and fanduel i'm probably just like i don't know is it cool like g plugs yeah or, yeah yeah they all have like a variety of lines enough where like I'm like, I right, one is much better than mm-hmm. the other. I'll just play this. Yeah, it's dude. I mean, the analogy I always use is about if you're gonna go shopping for anything, right? You're gonna go buy a pair of sneakers or a phone, whatever. You're not gonna go to the first place that you find it at and buy it. I mean, I don't, right? Like when I go to the mall and I see a pair of sneakers, I'm like, yo, maybe Foot Locker got a ten dollars cheaper. It's the same thing with shopping lines. I go from one to the other, and I remember I was telling Ahmed, I was like. I forgot what I was talking. I might have been talking to Josh in the group chat about uh, inside the distance for a fight over the weekend, like via sub. I was like, yo, it's minus 170 here, but I bet it at minus 140. And the is like, Lamb, how many apps are you on? I'm like, yo, all of them. Yeah. I have every single app. He's like, yo, you're wild. And I was like, nah, dude, like this is how it's supposed to be done. There, there was a you know? massive discrepancy. Hell One of them yeah. by sub, it was like plus 400, plus 450. And then another one had plus eight hundred. I was like, "What the?" Yeah. I was like, "I was like, but you know, like they, they said, like the implied probability, right? It's not that far off from like being plus five hundred. It's like a very long shot. Plus eight hundred is probably like four or five percent more, but just like the return is yeah, absolutely. substantially greater. Yeah, are you kidding me? If you put a hundred dollars yeah. on that, you win. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it's so huge. That's how that's how I approach it, and that's why I'm on all the apps. And I mean, I take it a lot more serious. I mean, you do too as well. Than a lot of other people, but that's if you want to take this seriously, I I know this and I've said it on podcasts before. Don't take my business advice, but to me, that's one way that I personally invest my money. And I don't win. You know, I've had some bad days. You've been talking about like buy Leverkusen, <laughs> like Leverkusen, <laughs> Leverkusen, LOL. That's usually the text. But uh, I'm always fascinated asking people that question, man. When it comes to like sports betting in general, about how many of the apps you're on. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, to maximize your profits mm-hmm. or whatever, just to, like, get the best value, you have to be Yeah, and I never bet around. the same thing on every app. Like, I just find the best number. So if I'm betting, for example, Knicks minus three, which the Knicks shouldn't be minus three against anyone, but <laughs> if I'm betting Knicks minus three at minus 110 on FanDuel, I'm not putting that same bet on Win, DraftKings, and all these others. It's like, no, I'm putting one bet where I find right. the best number – Maybe they have them at three and a half. The other place might have it at two and a half. So that's how I go about it when it comes to making right. bets. Absolutely. Yo, you hyped for this weekend, man? Yeah, of course. We're going Where's back it? to Vegas. Couple more days. Four more days. Yeah. Boss and I will be in Vegas. If you guys are out there, hit us up. Buy us some beers. We won't say no, that's for sure. But we're going for UFC. But before we get into like the UFC card and some UFC stuff, how you feeling about going back? When's the last time you went to Vegas? Um, it's, uh, I don't know. The last time uh, we all went, yeah, seventeen. Really, seventeen, eighteen? I don't know. I think we went in seventeen. Seventeen. I remember twenty sixteen. We went when I lost five hundred dollars. I bet England to win the Euro Cup. Yeah, I think Congrats. we went after that though. And then we went the year after. Yeah, because we yeah. went. Oh, we went when uh, Lonzo got drafted. Yeah, summer league, his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. So Kuzma. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. They won yeah. it all. They won the whole summer league. Yeah, Lakers summer league. That was the last time I was there. Yeah. Huh. I've been there. I think that was 17. This is going to be my second UFC weekend going there. Still, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm obviously, that's why we're going, like the main reason why we're going. Right. So I'm hyped for that. Yeah, you've never also, been to Vegas for a fight weekend, right? Nah, but I do want to go to more, like mm-hmm. going forward. I know like, it's easy like, to get around, but f- I went to Toronto for one, which was dope as hell. But like Vegas is the fight capital of the world. So yeah. I feel like whenever they put on the next big fight or whatever, I would definitely be the aura, like, bro, interested you, in going. You'll 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 feel it. It's weird. Like we would always hear stories about like Tyson fight weekends and shit. Like if you were into combat sports, and 
yeah, the main event is a pretty, it's, you know, it's going to be a seller. The card is a little underwhelming. We'll get to that in a little bit, but you're going to feel the aura, bro. There's just something about it. It's like, oh, it's a big fight weekend. Big yeah, fight. And like everyone knows yeah. it's a big fight weekend. What, uh, what do you like doing when you go to Vegas? <laughs> That's such an open question. I know. I'm just saying, like, what, what games do you like dabbling in? Like gambling? Uh, definitely. I mean, roulette. And uh, blackjack. Mm. I mean, the sucker games, right? Like, yeah. But I don't know. I could just sit there for hours and and lose money <laughs> and still have like a good time as long as I'm getting drinks. You know, I don't know. Everyone's there for the same thing. I feel like you know. So it's always like good company, unless someone's like really a dick about losing. Like, then you shouldn't be gambling. I feel like you know. Yeah. If you're that stressed out about losing, I mean, I get, I get like, ah, oh, fuck this, <laughs> and then I'm, I'm over it a minute later. But yeah, I don't know. It's just. It's it's a good time. And the fights, like, I've never been there for a fight weekend, so I feel like it's going to be a little different. I don't know. I used to like the aura of a fight weekend. Yeah, I'm also pumped because the times that I've gone to Vegas, they've usually been in the summertime, so there's not a lot of things to gamble on. Like, I remember the one time, we've told this story so many times, like the J.R. Smith, it was the NBA Finals where we went. So that was the only thing you could really bet on. There wasn't an assortment of games. It was baseball on, too, but me personally, I don't like betting baseball. But there wasn't. Like, hockey was winding down, and it was just, you could zone in on one or two games that the whole board was on, you know? So, this time of year, when when I went, actually, for, I think it was week 14 when I went, that was dope, because you had college football, yeah, you had prime. the NFL, you had NBA, like, it was it was lit. There was a UFC card that was Font and Aldo, so it was, it was dope. It's just, it's just different, man. It's so, it it's amazing. There's a March, March. Uh, conference tournaments too starting mm. so and there's one in vegas a gonzaga's tournament and they're like a top they're like a favorite to win it all so yeah i'm sure it'll be a lot of people gambling on that or just like they're for that too like yeah the weekend that i went in december was the pac-12 championship on friday so when i got there saturday oh yeah they i saw in mad people and like i think utah might have been in it i think uh, it was utah oregon or yeah. oregon somebody yeah there I think was it was Utah. Of, Utah went to the Rose Bowl, yeah. There were a lot of people in, like, Pac-10. You know, there was, like, USC fans for some reason Pac-12, come on. What did I say, Pac-10? Yeah. Damn, that's, in, that's uh, throwback. OD. That's Dennis Dixon days. Yeah, I, was, I saw this meme about, like, the best NCAA football <laughs> players, like, in the, in the video game. I was like, yo, Jonathan Stewart and Dennis Dixon used to run the read option with them. I was, like, 56 and 8 on online team play, bro. I was a beast. Option. Option was the worst thing to hit was video games guy. back then. Was my guy. Yo, you think you're going to dabble in some Texas Hold'em or not? Nah? Uh, maybe one, two. I have in the past. Last time I did, we were in AC. Mm. And I was, like, on no sleep because I worked the overnight. And I, I, just, I didn't feel, like, comfortable playing. I just felt like my brain was foggy. Uh, so I played a few hands, and I was like, oh, I can't sit here. I got full sleep. <laughs> and also just, like, wasn't thinking clear. I feel like you have to be warm. So maybe, yeah, maybe, like, one, two for a little bit. Yeah, we got a pretty uh, booked-up weekend. We're going to record some stuff at the Wind Studio, too, so I'm excited for that. You're going to have Boss. Boss is doing a double Mondays. Rare. It's like a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Not by, uh, uh, yeah. Not by choice, right? Kind of bullying them into <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nah, but, bro, Vegas? I'll, yeah. I'll sign. Come on. It's going to be lit. Me. And hopefully we could go and get uh, some nice meal somewhere i want to like not eat i like chipotle you know like i want to go to a nice steakhouse yeah. boss is paying i heard right nah i don't know you've been sending me winning gambling <laughs> tickets or posting them on social media i'm just out here bro just out here so you could pick up the tab yo what do you think of uh the last thing i want to mention before we segue into ufc what's your favorite thing to bet on Sports-wise? Yeah, because I asked this question on my social media, and I was just curious as two, two-parter. First one, what's your favorite sport to bet on? Um, it used to be college basketball, but I kind of – Syracuse is so bad this year that I just, like, I haven't been as into it as I usually am. So, like, I don't really know teams that well. Usually I know, like, every team because I'm staying up late to watch West Coast games like Gonzaga, and their, yeah. their conference is loaded. That Like, I know that, and I've watched some of their games. Like, San Francisco, too, is in that conference, so – I know some of the teams, but I don't know it as well as I as I did previous years when I was gambling on it too, and when my team was good, so I was into it. But uh, I feel like like on a day to day basis, it's probably hockey. Mm. I like to gamble on hockey. Interesting. The most, yeah. But like, and I also like just winners too. I don't really partake in props or like puck line. 
Yeah, which yeah. Is basically or money the line spread. in hockey. It's, it's like, like a set. also yeah, also puck line. Like you're banking on an empty netter. That's mm. why it's like one. It's always one and a half or two and a half. It seems like horrible, but yeah, it's always one and a half. And it's like in your head, you're like, all right, you got to score an empty netter at the end. So yeah, also like in gaming them too. Like if I'm watching a game, and I'll see this team's ahead and they're dominating, like I'll be like, oh, one. It's oh, it's always one and a half. So like, oh, could they score an empty netter? Or sometimes if they're up two, they'll pull the goalie with like four minutes. I'll like, oh, oh, two and a half. They're gonna score an empty netter for sure. Yeah. So I like I like watching games like that, but mostly just straight betting. I don't mess around with props. I don't mess around with over unders. I just like picking winners, winners of games. Yeah. Now spread how, spreader money line. How much of that is because you like hockey? Uh, I just know it. I just feel like I know oh, you it. Know it. Yeah, mm. I watch it a lot, and I just feel like. Also, the greatest thing for hockey, in my opinion, was ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus has every game, so you can. I watch teams all the time. All the time on the on the app, you could just pull yeah. it up and any game you want is streaming, unless it's a local team, and we could watch those on TV. So, dude, last night I it's bet amazing. The, last night I bet the Lakers minus one, and I was hitting up everyone that I know that like follows basketball. I'm like, yo, why are they minus one, man? Like that line is fishy to me. And like an asshole, I bet the Lakers they're down thirty, right? So I I laid like fifty dollars on it, which would be uh, two units for me. And I'm watching that game, and I'm just like, damn, son. <laughs> I start going to live now. Yeah, and it was oh, the God. Kraken. The Kraken were playing, I think, the Sharks. The Sharks, yeah. I was like, yo, should I bet them something? And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what am I doing, dude? I just, yeah. I just put my phone away. I was like, yo, we yeah, can't I, do that. I sent Josh a parlay, a hockey parlay yesterday, 0-4. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Yo, that was impressive. Yo, I, that is as impressive to me as going 4-0. Like, yo, yo, you should, if you it's go, bad, but I laugh. I'm like, bro, yo, I just picked four losers. Yo, tell me not. If you bet and you go over, I feel like you should get your money back. <laughs> Oh, right. you or, make money. Or, or like or like a twenty five percent refund. <laughs> yeah, something, something. But you you're actually picking like bro, there was a parlay I saw on the internet for two 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 last right. week. And it uh they picked six college basketball teams. It was like Dortmouth and uh St. Polly, whatever, St. Cal Poly, Cal Poly. Cal State Poly. Yeah. yeah. And the odds came out to uh plus uh it was 222 to one odds, right? So it was like two, 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 two. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, man. I'll throw $5 on it. Oh, for six. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yo, but when I'm like 0 and 3, I'm like, yo, I just hope this shit goes 0 and 4. <laughs> like, yo, I don't even want to hit one or two. Yeah. I was like, yo, fuck that. Well, if yeah, that- one leg misses, I'm like, yo, I just all lose. Yeah, that was me. So I did a. Uh, I'm mad pity when I gamble, yo. If. if- if a team isn't go- covering the spread for me, like, yo, I hope they lose outright. <laughs> yo, I'm the same way. I'm the same oh, way. Uh, yo, get smoked. So when over the weekend for the UFC card, I uh, I put out like some props on, on on Twitter, and I went I went three three for six on like you know this guy gonna win in the first round or submission whatever. And still, if you bet those individually, that's pretty cool. But I did a parlay, and I start off the night prelims two for two, exact round, exact way of finish, everything. So I'm feeling good about it, but I've also parlayed like four or five of the props. Didn't hit another one the rest of the way. But I had <laughs> Makachev winning by sub, but I didn't bet it inside the distance. I just bet it like by sub as opposed to inside the distance. But I'm the same way, bro. After my fighter, I was like, yo, I hope they lose by decision. Yeah, I'm so petty, point. bro. It's so bad. <laughs> yo, UFC betting has become some of my favorites, too. Oh, I love that, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I thought you meant like daily, but yeah, that's once a week. So. Yeah. And Almost like a football. Yo, that's my favorite thing about it, dude. Because I can actually spend a lot of time researching fighters and trends of like, you know, like uh, Terrence McKinney. He fought over the weekend. All his wins are in the first round. So I bet him to win in the first round. I bet him to win by knockout on the first round. I didn't bet him to win by sub. Ends up uh, subbing that guy. But that's my favorite thing about it is because I have an entire week and I treat it like football. So that's why for me now, betting is so dope because I'm not gambling every day. I'll do like a $5 eight-legged single game yeah, NBA parlay, run. right? The shooting for screenshot life. But for the most part, it's like football for me where I have an entire week to digest all the content, read all these articles and these breakdowns and watch reviews and then come Saturday. So for me, when football ends, I mean, there's a card on every weekend. So it feels like I have betting in my mind for the whole year round now with UFC. Bro, how about when I, when it was illegal here and I was only going on Saturday, Saturday morning. I was Saturday morning. Every Saturday, yeah. my bets in for MMA. Yeah, yeah, boss, can you put this in for me? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it was because it was MMA was Saturday, yeah. so I'd be like, yo, I'll put in my MMA, and if I like something for football, I'll put it in while I'm here too. 
And it's like, like you said, it's once a week. I get the whole week to say, all right, I'll drive over to New Jersey, put it all in, have it on my bet ticket, boop, 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 boom, and I'm in. I'm out. That's it. <laughs> right down the Palisades, you turn, come back, over the bridge, 15 minutes. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> what would you say is the hardest sport to win on? Um, probably baseball. Yeah. And I love baseball, so I like I bet it daily, and it's just not it's not good for me anyway. I don't know. If it's just, obviously, like, people will probably crush baseball, right? But, but baseball for me. The fact that it's every day is the problem for me because I'm like, oh, I could just bet I win my money back tomorrow. Like, I don't really pick spots. It's the same team. They're playing three days in a row. You're like, you know, you think you know a team. You think you know this, whatever. But the the thing that's whack about baseball from a betting standpoint for me is even if you bank on, like, say you bet the Angels, it's possible that Mike Trout just goes like 0 for 4. Otani well, yeah. goes 1 for 4 of with course. a single. That's yeah. yeah, but if they're like a big favor, remember a couple of years ago the Dodgers were like minus five fifty against the Marlins. Yeah, probably. And it was like the biggest underdog win in a regular oh. season by a team, and yeah. Kershaw was. This might have been like 2018, 2019. I was like, dude, I think I might have tweeted out like I would bet that only because it's such a historic, like it's such a lopsided number. I think Kershaw got pulled in like the fourth inning too. Yo, like if you lay that money on a baseball it's game, it's absurd. I would bet the series. Like I'd bet like you know there's a there's a three game series, Yankees Red Sox. Yanks need to win, you know, to need to win the series in order to make the play. Like shit like that. Maybe I'll dabble in. But man, from remember that one year I called Mike uh, John Carlos Stanton to be MVP. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Wow, it was like fifty one. Didn't bet. I had it, the Indians before the the playoffs. When the Cubs won, was it 17 or 18? Yeah. They were 3-1, bro. And I was like, <laughs> they were like 9-1. to one. It was when the playoffs started, so it was it was still a nice number, but it yeah. wasn't that crazy. And I was like, yo, this is great. They were, I think they were a wild card team or like they were the worst division winner. So they were decent odds, you know? Well, but you they, have you bro, have my... so happy and fucking 3-1. <laughs> my favorite betting story of all time is the, the 130 text... About AJ Pollock breaking his hand. Oh yeah, one thirty AM. Man, yeah, yeah. we tell that story all the time, but it's such a classic. And there's new people that have tuned into the show. Yeah, let's run it again. Hey, AJ Pollock it was it was like the last. <laughs> he day. had just won the hit title. Yeah, yeah right? he had a monster year for the Diamondbacks. And then in spring training, slides like into second. It was and like the last hand. game or like the last week of spring training. It was like the end of March. So yeah. the season was starting a couple of days from then. And yeah, the news broke at like one thirty AM that he broke his hand, and and. Back then, we were gambling on offshore, so they still had the lines up. It was like 200 hits, and he was going to miss 60 games at least with a broken hand. No way you're getting 200 hits. So I hit you. I was like, yo, under, max hit, max bet. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, yeah, free yeah, money. Yeah, 
it took like eight months, but it hit. Yeah. <laughs> bro, that was hilarious, dude. I'll never forget that shit. You're like, yo, bro, mad random. But AJ Pollock just broke his hand. Yeah, because it is random because <laughs> you have no idea who that was, probably. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I was like, like what? what the fuck are you talking about? AJ Pollock. I like, yo, he just morning. set like a, a personal career high in hits. Broke his hand. Bet yeah. that shit. And 200 hits is like, it was like, might have been like 190 because 200, yeah. whatever, 190, 200. That's still like a fantastic year. That's mm-hmm. 300, you know? So you got to be like playing a full 162 to get 200 hits. And he, there was no chance. He was going to miss at least a month or two months. Yeah, I feel like NBA is really hard to bet on. See, I don't watch NBA, so I don't dabble in but NBA. But even much. if you watch, though, like even if you watch, there's so much shit that's out of your control, like a late scratch. That happened to me yesterday with NHL. I, I, yeah. This goalie, they changed the goal. They, no, they announced so the goalie wasn't going to play. It's yeah. the worst. It's the that, worst. That's, that's, yeah. It's hard. Sometimes you're like, oh, this is good value. Like, that was me. I was like, yo, the Highlanders, they played last night. They lost their best player. And the Ducks, they've been resting. And they're, I mean, they're struggling, but they're minded. It's a pick em and they're at home. I was like, fuck it. I'll take a shot. And they wound up losing. But, yeah, it's it's hard, especially I got like you said NBA. NBA only I take advice from Josh. Shout out to Josh. Mm-hmm. The you know, NBA go. I don't unprovoked. He'll text me. He'll like, yo, look at this. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I played it. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a group chat with him. I don't get those fucking texts. Yo, he hit one uh, plus eight hundred part LA yeah. yesterday. He love it. He love I, it. I tipped him my my wager. <laughs> I like, yo, good looks. Yo, bro, UFC two seventy two. Uh, right before we started recording, we got some bad news. A fight that I think both of us were really excited for got scrapped due to that C word, yeah. that vid, that Roni. Uh, how do you feel about this card, man, before we really dive into it, though? I like the card. I I, I do, like, truthfully. I, I love the the whole card, like, top to bottom. It just, like, doesn't jump off the table as, like, a high-end pay-per-view. And it's probably not going to do well for a pay-per-view because, like, yeah, the main event has a beef like a ton of beef, but it's kind of lackluster in terms of like, like where do you go from the main event, right? If, if Masvidal wins, he lost twice to Usman. If Covington wins, he lost twice to Usman. So like, and Usman, I mean, Usman Covington were close fights. Right. But he still lost. But it's decisive. He lost yeah. two zip and, and it was unanimous and a finish, a knockout. Yeah. Same thing with, with Masvidal. It was decisive, 2-0. He lost. Yeah. He got finished, knocked out, and 50-45. So it is a weird fight to make. Yeah, I, it's the fight to make just because of the beef, right? Like, it's it's something that, that generates money. You know, damn, right. they're all about the money. But to headline a card, though? Yeah. Nah, it's it's not. It's a great co-main. Dude, I've been talking about it for a long time, how the UFC's in a really strange situation. They got some really dominant champions that most of them have cleaned out their division. And if you look at it, like... My boy here, right? Adesanya. Yeah. He's the biggest superstar that could sell. Like, in my opinion, if, if like, Islam becomes champ, like, he's he's good, but he lacks, like, you know, I feel like he just lacks that personality. But who knows? Khabib did it, and he, like, kind of... Right. Kind of, you know, came to life toward the end of his career with talk. He came well-spoken and stuff, like, trash talk. But I don't know. Like, he... Israel could talk his ass off, so that dude could sell a fight left and right. Usman can't really talk, you know? He's a great fighter, too, but... Lately, he's been pouring it on with the finishes, which is great to see. Right, Glover, eh, who's playing to see Glover, you know? Well, well, in particular, I'm talking about like 185 with my boy Adesanya. As I, as about I like dominance? Yeah, but they've also cleaned out the division, right? Yeah. Adesanya's beaten, he's beaten Whitaker twice. Uh, he beat Vittori. He beat like all the top. Cannoneer is the next guy, and he's calling out Cannoneer because we haven't seen that. We haven't seen that fight. But Whitaker dominated Cannoneer also. And then you look at 170. All the guys that have a legitimate case at a title fight, they've all lost too. And some of them have lost twice, right? Mazadal and Covington, and he's beaten Burns. And then and 145, the best featherweight in the world is probably Max Holloway, <laughs> and he's lost to him twice. And yeah. they were going to do a third fight. So if you're the UFC, I feel like you're in some interesting situations where like, damn, yo, what am I going to do, right? I feel like they're almost excited that Nunez lost her fight. It's like, oh shit! Now there's you know there's a money fight with Pena again, right? You you run it back for the belt, or you run it back for the other belt. It's you know it's just it's just weird spots, man. That's how I feel about. I think 155 is the most interesting, yeah. which is what why uh, Fiziev and uh, Dosanos is so whack. Because not that it was a title contender, but you know you it's closer to that, especially if you're Fiziev. 
Right, right. No, I agree. 72 is interesting just because there's like you got you got guys coming up but they're just not like knocking on the door yet like Kamzat, uh Shafkat, Rachmanov. That's your boy. That's my guy, yo. Boss love. I do, dude. I do. <laughs> Bilal too is right there. Bilal yeah. Luke is coming up. That's yep. a good main event. That's like a possible Is it that the following week? Uh no, it's a couple weeks. The following week is a uh, Oh, Aspinall. No, it's a uh, Magomed Ankeliev and uh Diago Santos, Oh, ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, then it's Aspinall, Volkov. Right, in, yeah. in London. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, there's some new blood coming at 70. It's just not, like, knocking on the door yet, which is why this main event, it's great, but it's, like, I just don't know where each guy goes from here. One, whoever loses, I think, is, like, their star power is going to start to fade. That's why they, I guess they made this fight to headline pay-per-view because loser loses their – you know, their aura, in yeah. a sense. Like, Masvidal had it. Dude, Masvidal had it and fucking took off with the Till Askren Diaz run was nuts. Like, that, that'll that yeah. never be replicated. And even, even I, I think, before he got knocked out by Usman in the second fight, his stock was still high because it was, like, gangster what he did. 100%. Right? He took that fight on six days' notice. Across the world. Made weight and went the distance with the champion. And that's why it was such a and you know looking back at some of those promos because I look back at some of those promos for Usman Mazadal too he kept saying like yo he had an excuse that's why he took the fight it was one of those situations where you have nothing to lose there right right if you win you blow up even more but if you lose you're so respected by public perception like yo that was dope you saved the card shit like that that's why i mean we're talking about this card now i, I said islam could take this fight makachev he just fought last I know, week but and I, you're I, like no way but yo, like why would you though nah, I mean, especially you with a former champ every, i i agree i agree with you i'm just like devil's advocate you right. beat a former champ dos años and like people are like yo who have you beaten who have you beaten like darius dropped out he fought bobby green right um I can't even think of his wins off the top of my head. Well, Dan Hooker, Dan Hooker, beat, uh, Thiago uh, Moises. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he has good wins, but it's like what, like Dos Anjos, former champ, will put you over the top. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He has no business taking. Especially this fight. when Dana comes out and he says that he's going to be the number one contender. Whoever right. wins between Dustin and sorry, between Justin and Charlie Olives, that's who yeah. Islam is going to fight. So if I'm Islam. Cause, dude, I feel like it's happened a bunch. Like, they didn't um, there was a there was a female fight that that happened to, one of the one of the girls, uh, Calderwood, uh, she was next to fight Valentina, and then I think Valentina got hurt, or they they rebooked the fight, and then yeah. she wanted to fight, and then she lost. She and, got subbed. Yeah, that also happened really like a few years. This was going a little bit ways back, but Frank Yeager, he was supposed to fight Max, and right? And then he fought T City. Yeah, T City knocked him out. But that's the thing, though. If I if I have a definite title shot, dude, I'm probably waiting, man. Yeah. Unless it's like a crazy payday, like if they throw me like three million of to fight Connor, will, right? Like some shit like that. But I don't think Islam would get anything too crazy like that. I don't know. And also, they're a different breed. I feel like they're hell bent on getting the title. Yeah, nah, they are. But he has like, he, like he has all the. You know, the juice right now, he could, but yo, if you pay up, I'll do it. But if not, I have no reason right. to do it, you know? He has all leverage. Like, yo, think about this. If if Dustin was scheduled to fight Fiziev, right? And Fiziev dropped out, you don't think Nate would, would answer that call? Dustin, yeah. That's that's different, though. On short notice, yeah, though, 100%. too? Throw him the money. Yeah. Like, Nate is a big money. He wants, like, star fights, and he get paid. He's not taking a fight against Dosanio. They fought already way back. Right, like, but also no, I'm saying no... like I feel like Nate is someone that would chase the 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 money fight, the oh, big fight, That's where, where Islam at. would be like, nah, yo, I'm gonna get the title shot. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how they strike me. Nah, yeah, I don't disagree. Listen, man, I'm just looking out for best interest for <laughs> the boy, to save yo. this card. Yo, but hold on, man. Let's let's brighten up the mood a little bit. There's one fight that I'm really excited about, and I feel like now I gotta get bumped up to the main card. And it's the, the, the women's fight. Yo, between, that fight is amazing. Yo, how is that not on the main card? That fight like, is getting no hype, and that's easily a number one contender fight for, at 115. Bro, Rodriguez against... Jan Janan. Yeah. Bro, big, that fight's amazing. Number three versus number four. I, I feel like the winner of this is fights Rose. Yeah, well, Carla's next. Co yeah. But then, yeah. Right. Like, they, we, this we is saw, a number one contender. We saw Rose Wei Lee twice. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the same thing, like I said, the same situation. It's like, all right, Whaley is great, but how many times are we going to run this fight, you know? 
Dude, I can't believe that. And this Joanna's is... been on the sideline for God knows how long. She they should it. run that back. Just run back Joanna Joanna Whaley. Yeah. Great fight. I'd love to see that again. It's one of the you saw that? That was the last time yeah. you were in Vegas. That's right. the last time Joanna fought, too. Yeah. So it's like, bro, that fight was fucking phenomenal. That's the best yeah. woman's fight of all time. That saved the main event. Because the main yeah. event was Adesanya and Romero. And the place where yo, dude. Remember when we saw Gaethje Chandler at MSG and everyone stood up for all three rounds? Like literally the entire crowd? That's how that three four and five was for Whaley Yoana. it was, was wild son one of the craziest women's fights of all time run that back bro that was one of the craziest fights of all yeah, time yeah. that's true that's true i'm discrediting it big time you're right you're absolutely right it was a fucking bar fight yeah. son so run that back and then make this the number that's this is the number one contender fight yeah two are, women that have been active and are great strikers yeah are you are you someone that rather you rather see new blood or a rematch for a title where, where are you? Or, I mean, it definitely I, all depends, too, yeah, right? Yeah. Because I, I, I personally, my, I fall for cutting you off, but I'm super passionate about, like, I love what Whitaker did, right? Whitaker gets knocked out by Adesanya, and then he goes and he fights three other dudes that, even if they're behind them in the rankings, goes back, he fights Till, he fights Gastelum, he fights Cannoneer, and then eventually it's like, that's the only fight we can make. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm all like earning a title shot on merit, not like your superstardom or whatever. Because like, bro, these guys are fighting. Like, people want to do this for a career, right? And and they get so high up. I forgot who it was recently was saying like, oh, Justin Gaethje. He's like, yo, because they're talking about Connor and and Oliveira. Yeah, he's like, yo, if they do that, like, I'm just like, what what, what am I doing here? And it's true. Like Justin Gaethje's been around. He only lost to Habib. Yeah. So it's like, bro, like, what, what am I doing here? You're gonna reward this guy who hasn't won a fight in how long? Conor McGregor. Yeah, and or his me, only like, win looks awful just now just too. Of money, you know. Yeah, cowboy. Whoop de do. Nah, come on. It's... I'm all about giving it the fight off merit. Like your superstardom is whatever. Even Max, like you said, Whitaker. Max went back. He's taking fights left and right, and whooping people's asses. And yeah, he lost twice. Second one, was, I thought he won the second one. In my I did opinion. too. Yeah. So I would be okay with that trilogy, even though he lost two nothing. He went back and won some more fights. Pieced up Cater. And who else? I forgot who else he yeah, fought. Yeah, yeah, that was a great fight. Like, bro, like, yeah, all right. He he's went back, won some fights, and he's not even. He was never asking for like, yo, I want that title shot. He's like, yo, I lost. Get back, earn it, it earn it. It's back. bar. It is what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's like your shit. So yo, that that women's fight is fucking phenomenal. It's a shame it's fucking not on the opening the main card instead. Uh, Greg Hardy is. Nah, that's that, a joke bro, in itself. Yo, Greg Hardy being on this card, like opening the pay per view. At what point, like it's it's mad lame. Like he he's not even like a dope fighter. <laughs> yeah, he he rocked to Ivasa and then got put to sleep. That's it. That's the only thing I know. Like Greg Hardy for or beating on tomato cans. It it's like and costing you not... money when he debuted in Brooklyn a few years ago and he illegal needs someone. Yeah, and then he used it as an inhaler in between yeah, other rounds. Shit show. Yeah, like yo, it's not even it's not even appealing to me. And I love the UFC. Like see, seeing Hardy, it's. I'm not even talking about the off stuff. I'm talking about him just as a fighter. Like, that's I, not a, appealing. It's to, like a low-level heavyweight fight. You know, I, I like Spivak. Spivak's actually a good fighter. But, like, bro, that, one, that has no business being over that woman's fight. I think they definitely moved that fight up. I think Edson and uh, Thug Nasty, Bryce Mitchell, that's I think a that's, a, that's a dope fight, man. That's going to be a good fight. Wrestler versus stri- striker, as always. Yeah, I just I keep checking my phone. I'm sorry, like I don't mean to be rude, but I'm like I'm on the edge of my seat too because I think we're gonna get a good fight. I think so. I'm holding out hope. I'm mad pessimistic, but like Taporia, like oh, you're talking about Dos Anjos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Twitter up too, just and I'm following all the beat writers. He. it's, uh, it's basically like at the NBA trade deadline, I subscribe to Shams and, and well, all the alerts go on. Yeah, for, and for like 24 hours. Now, now it's like Akamoto, Hawani, Ramondi, yeah. all those guys. Yeah, so like Ilya Taporia is throwing his name in, Hanato Moicano, supposedly Islam. So, I mean, well, yeah, man. Well, it, it, go, it goes back to what we were talking about before with like Masvidal. If you take this fight short notice, I feel like. Even if you're someone that's an undefeated fighter or you're on a crazy streak, I don't think your stock drops. Yeah. I, like, I don't think anything bad happened Unless to Bobby Green. Islam, but yeah. No, I agree. Well, yeah, he had nothing to lose, dude. Yeah, nothing dude's to lose. That's forever. why you take that fight. You got 100%. you got a nice little paycheck, too, I'm assuming. You got your main event spot. And you're still going to be a guy that could probably get a nice co-main on a card or... Yeah, his star is still shining. Yeah, it's sure. so good. You only, like, 
there's a lot of times in fighting where a fighter loses and they actually win. I agree. It's all situational, man. Uh, you know, I told Jared that. I was like, yo, do you feel a little better that, you know, you lost to Charles and now he's the champ? He's like, bro, it's not like that at all. <laughs> of course <laughs> He's like, not. shut up, man. <laughs> and then he, like, put me in a guillotine <laughs> when we were rolling. I mean, that that's different. Nah, that's, yeah, that's for like, sure. That's personal. Yeah. Know? But, like, as a fan, we could say that because that's our viewpoint, not from him. His, right, his yeah. His yeah, totally yeah. different. He's like, yo, do me a favor and never bring that up again. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. But, yo, Bryce. I would have choked you out, too. <laughs> Bryce Mitchell versus Edson, man. What do you think of that fight? Because, you know, we're, we're building up. So, we're doing a four-legged parlay for the weekend. And we're doing it with the ticket. Because, like, none of the apps work in Vegas, too. So, we got to go to the window. Boss is picking a fight. I'm picking a fight, and then we're coming to an agreement on two. This might that might take like three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking Thug Nasty, baby, Arkansas, camo shorts. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted today, y'all got my camo shorts. Let's ready. go. What that do you think of that, man? Yeah, what do you think of this fight? I, yeah, I'm uh, excited a great for this fight. One. Uh, bro, Edson's undefeated at 45. He beat Word. Burgos. He beat uh, who else did he beat? Well, Edson's also like he's such a big name. That's what I'm saying, and he's dropped down. Yo, he had like. Not trouble, but he looked bad sometimes making 55. And then uh, he dropped down to 45. He looks like he looks fine, bro. It's and like, he's always going to put on a show when he fights. Yeah. Barbosa's always like fight of the night candidate. I just, don't understand. These Brazilians struggle to make weight in the original weight class. Like Aldo, Barbosa, they go down. It's like, yeah, yes, I'm, no problem. Always fine. <laughs> it's like, what the hell happened for your whole career? Crazy. But yeah, he's coming off a loss to Gigue. All right. But before that, he beat Mako. So he did lose at 45. And he lost to Ige. Damn. So I'm tripping. But this is the, the, the first big test. For, I think he beat Ige, by the way. That He lost the split. Yeah. but um, I think that was his right, first whatever. fight at 45, too. It was, yeah, yeah. And I think this is a big test for uh, Thug Nasty. Yeah, for sure. He's coming off a long layoff, too, almost a year and a half. He fought uh, Feely. I think that was the main event, was it? Of that fight night? I don't know it if it was a main own. event. No, it was a co-main. Co-main. But yeah. Yeah. But, yo, Bryce Mitchell, he was on Ultimate Fighter 2, and he, he wound up getting injured, so he had to drop from the comp- competition. But he's solid, man. Very well-rounded. I think his past He does wild shit, too, like a twister. Grappling. Yeah, yeah. So you did a twister in an was, actual fight? That did was you crazy. watch the countdown? No, nah, I haven't watched like, it I yet. I haven't checked the weather forecast, but there might be another <laughs> twister coming. <laughs> It was great, and he's overhead. He's uh, overhead pressing a, a tree branch with cinder blocks. Yeah, that's how side. they work out. Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a lunatic. I love it, man. I'm really excited for that. But fight. yeah, that's a it's a that's like a classic grappler striker mm-hmm. striker striker match. That's a great fight for that division too, man. We'll see what Bryce Mitchell's like really at if he can get past the test. You were telling me about the other chick fight. There's like a lot of hostility between the two fighters, and yo, the the one girl, Aga, uh, Agapova, Agapova, she came in, she lost recently one of her fights, and she was like the biggest favorite on the card. It was like a against Shannon Dodson. It was like she a top ten out. upset ever, like from the odds. Yeah, yeah. she was like minus eight hundred. But yo, d- tell us his backstory. There was like beef. You were telling me. Yeah, I don't know. Him? She got like kicked out of her gym. Uh, I think they were both at American Top Team. And then oh, they just had like steroid accusations. I don't know which way, but there's a big beef backstory because one of them left the gym. Agapova's in her last post fight interview was like, "Yo, I want to kill her. She lost me mad money and sponsorships because of her, the, what she said about me and all that stuff." So yeah, so there's there's a lot of beef. And the girl she's fighting, Marina Moroz, mm-hmm. has an OnlyFans. <laughs> I guess. I don't know how Agapova got a hold of it. It's the internet, of course. And she, like, posted her nudes all over Agapova's Damn. page. Remember that? Damn. Yeah. I said it to you. I was like, yo, look at this. She's wilding out. Bro, put this as the headliner, then, yeah, if that's the case be, with the bro. beef. I wish they were at the press conference, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd be, yo, they should be at the press conference. Them two and uh, Masvidal and Covington. Damn. We might not make it to fight night, so I guess maybe it's better off they're not. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. But to that'll see. be a great, we're going to go to ceremonial weigh ins. Mm-hmm. It'll be a great uh, face off for sure. Yeah, I wonder what they might have a press. Shouldn't they have a press conference too? It's probably just the main event and maybe like Barbosa. But maybe like a fight announcement for a future. Oh, like a big one? Yeah. Nah, probably not. They didn't announce anything. Yeah. I doubt it. I doubt it. Man, what about this main event, bro? We haven't really touched on it too much as far as like how it's going to go down. I feel like we could wrap up with this. 
I want Jorge to win. I don't see it. I don't know, man. We've said that against Till, and we said that against Askren. I tell you, bro, Jorge, I never lost. I say this all the time. That was the fastest I've lost money in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting the bet in. I was like, it was about. They were walking out. I was like, yo, why am I? It was minus Ben Askren was minus two hundred. I was like, I'm laying juice to two hundred in. Bell rings. I look up. <laughs> flying knee. I'm like, yo, that's fake. I was like, there's no way he's unconscious right now. <laughs> Bro, I was like, yo, no fucking way. I was sitting there. Everyone was flipping out. I was more just like speechless. I was like, yeah, <laughs> just put the bed in, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then like I started singing. I was like, yo, it's the wildest shit I've ever seen. Like fucking straight up, bro. That shit. A fucking flying knee knockout off rip. Yo, so check this Stiff. out. Covington, in his last eight fights as a favorite, 8-0. Uh-huh. Now... Mazadal in his last five fights as an underdog, he's three and two, three of which ended in finishes. For him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the fight ended as a finish. When was the last time he was a favorite? Like probably against Nate. Oh Nate, yeah. All right, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Definitely a dog against Till. Clearly Askren. a dog against Askren. <laughs> Sorry. Usman twice. Usman twice, yeah. Maybe he was dogged against Nate three and two. That would make sense if that was his last five. It was like a pick him or something. I yeah. doubt it. I don't know. I don't know. But I have to go back and check. So here, here's the thing. Here's how I would I would approach this, and I kind of feel like this is like the consensus take. the The fight is favored to go to dif- the distance. Um, I feel like if I'm gonna bet Mazadal, I probably bet him inside the distance, like Mazadal by knockout, is how I I would expect him to win. Like, I can't see, like, bro, Covington's pace and cardio is just, like, it's just wild. I don't know if he has, like, the craziest power. I don't think he has the craziest power. But I just think it's, like, I just think it's, like, the volume. It's a lot, bro. Yeah, Yeah, you know? Like, I always think of, like, the Robbie Lawler. And even against, like, Usman, he, you know, he hits Usman with, like, four or five-piece combinations. That's when you see Usman getting, like, riled up. But it felt like. Even Dos Anjos, when he beat him, it was, like grappling all right now striking yeah it's like non-stop but, but even so like with covington it felt like for every four shots he would throw at usman usman would counter with just like one hit and like the the amount of damage if you were playing like mortal Kombat or street fighter was like the same right if right. that makes sense so it's like it, it's an accumulation of a lot of strikes with covington yeah, and pace like he's just non-stop relentless do you think covington could win inside the distance yeah if he gets mazudal tired of course like a like a i don't know like a standing tko where he's just, like, covering up and had enough. But it's interesting, man. Like, this fight, it, I, it's hard to say. Like, traditionally, I would agree with you. I mean, I still think that's Mazidal's only way to win is inside the distance. But these Plus guys, 400 to win via knockout. These Mazidal. guys know each other, man. Like, they trained together for how for years, right? So, it's it's not – I feel like it's not like Mazidal's going to see something he, he's, you know, he's seen a lot from Covington. And I'm sure they've, they've definitely evolved as fighters, but – they also know like what what their go tos are. What you know, they they just know each other. So, and and even Masvidal's coaches like trained Covington and cornered him for years. So it's like these guys know tendencies and all that shit. Like how much can really change, you know, from leaving a gym or two to three years where where they popped off on each other. So I I expect like a good fight, man. I think I wouldn't even be surprised if Covington just try, just stands and trades. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Masvidal is like, yo, he's gonna hug my leg. Like that's that, we know he's gonna do that. But I don't know, yo, Covington. Was, when has he wrestled last? Like, he, well, I think Usman's a fucking fantastic wrestler, right? So, that's why course. I think he never shot really. Like, yeah, you didn't see no like takedown attempts, and I know yeah, it was controversial, right? Right, they right. On the t- yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I I don't know. There's something to that. There has to be something to that. Where I think. I think Mazadal, we have to see how this trash talk plays out, too. Like, I'm going to be fascinated by it. Yeah, yeah. Like, the lead up to it, I, I think I'm, I'm going to watch all the embeddeds like I do, but this oh, time I'm a little bit closer. And then the press conferences, too. You know, it's just. It's also, I think, obviously, I mean, you might think this, too, staged. Like, the beef is, I think it's staged. Yeah? Yeah. Handshakes. out of a WWE playbook. This is a WWE. I mean, dude, I used to tell you this years ago. Everything is wrestling. He didn't want to love it. No, he does. Uh, Kurt Angle walkout. I'm oh, right. I can't that's wait the for the Kurt Angle walkout. Oh, oh man, that's the best part. But yo, you think you don't think hugs at the end of this? I do. Uh, maybe not, but like definitely like drinks afterward or some shit for sure. 
I don't know, I man. I, I think the leaving of the camp. Everyone knows Covington is a character, like a, a gimmick. Everyone yeah. knows that. If you don't know that by now, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, but I watching. think it's more personal. Like with Usman, I never Usman. I took it as like they're trying to sell the fight, and then you saw that embrace after when we were in MSG right. and how they were mic'd up. He's like, "Yo, man, it's all love. You know, we're just trying to make money and shit." He's like, "I respect you, whatever." And then like 15 minutes later at the press conference, he's like, "Yo, I beat him, whatever." You know, the usual <laughs> yeah, character, thing. right back into yeah. character. But I think I don't know, man. I think this one. You want to do? Yeah, let's do a side bet. Hugs or no hugs at the end. Uh... I'm gonna go hugs. I'm gonna go no hugs, bro. Yeah, I think I don't know if they don't hug. I like I said, I think they're gonna go fucking share a beer or something after. I think no embrace. I think it's gonna yeah. be like, I think I also think it depends on if someone gets finished. Obviously, they're not gonna yeah, embrace. I think I think Covington, if he loses, does what he did in Usman one, where he just Storms like leaves out. leaves the ring. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I feel like like I said, it's like a loser leaves town match. Yeah, someone stars like getting the plug pulled on Saturday night. Man, I'm fascinated. gonna be there to see it. So. Yeah, bro, I know. I'm fascinated by Mazadal, though, man, in this spot, like as a, like as a big dog. I mean, you're looking at the line now, right? And he's uh, plus two fifty or higher in pretty much every book. Like I'm on best fight odds. Covington is minus three twenty, minus four hundred, minus three fifty. Like consensus. Uh, that seems that seems right though. It does seem right. Yeah. Like I'm not like. I don't think that's lined wrong, you know? Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, like, Just Covington... I, I'm a, I think Covington wins this, and I think it's rather dominant. Yeah. I think it's a five-round to zero kind of fight if it goes the distance. I hope not. I hope we see some excitement. I want to see someone just get dropped or something. Like, I want to see, like, uh, Covington-Usman, too, where Covington got dropped. Twice yeah, in the yeah. same round within, like, a minute of each other. The second round? Or the yeah, round? it was the second, second round. round. Yeah, stayed alive, saved by the bell. Mm-hmm. So I want to see some shit like that where like someone faces a lot of adversity and it's like, what's gonna happen at this? Uh, you know, and then they come out from the corner or some shit. I just want to see someone face adversity. Nah, I or feel someone that too. have a moment. Like, well, yeah, I kind of want there. I want there to be. There's a gotta moment. be a moment. Yeah, because the way I'm I'm projecting this fight and expecting it is for it to go to distance, right? Like one of the most heavily wagered props already is Covington. It's it's minus one tenth. To yeah, win by yeah. decision. I saw that. Yeah. You know, and then him to win inside the distance is plus two ten. Now that's how that's how I would probably bet this fight if I'm betting Covington. Because yo, I'd much rather take a prop on a big favorite than lay minus like I was no way I was laying minus nine hundred on Islam. Right. Like I wasn't doing it. But I took him to win via sub, and then because of my DFS stuff, that's the only reason why I bet him to win by TKO. Because like as a hedge. And it ended up winning, and I was right, but it's not something I would have done if I didn't play DFS. Right. So with Covington, I feel like if, I, if I'm going to bet this, I'm either betting him to win by decision or inside the distance. And with, with, with Mazadol, I think I'm betting him to win by knockout plus 400 as opposed to him winning as an underdog at plus 300. Like, I don't think he like submits him. And even his inside the distance odds for, for Mazadol is plus 350. That's what I probably play. Just off chance, fucking sub. But yeah, yeah. Like, don't be cheap, bro. You know, <laughs> don't be greedy in that. Don't case. be greedy. Yeah, 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 dude. I can't tell you how many times I've predicted like a fighter win inside. I, I like I should do that more, right? Like betting it inside the distance as opposed to like only by submission, right? Or like only by knockout. Uh, McKinney over the weekend, I bet him by knockout. He won by sub. Yeah, yeah. So I won on the inside the distance. But I did bet more by knockout in the first round as opposed to by submission. So if I would have bet like McKinney round one win, which is also a prop you could bet in MMA, sure. that would have been better. But little, little things, man. Little things, yeah, yeah. And hopefully you, you don't make those same mistakes. That's like the best thing about sports betting. If I constantly don't bet inside the distance, like I would be an asshole. Right. Legend. Value. Let's uh real quick. Main card picks based on what we know. Uh, Spivak Hardy. I'm gonna go Spivak. I'm gonna go Spivak by too. Grappling. He's probably in a boring decision. Yeah, that's another reason why this shouldn't be on the main card yeah, opener. Yeah. Uh, Holland versus Oliveira. We didn't really talk about this one. Yeah, it's Kevin a Holland. great fight too. Yeah, it's, that's gonna be fun for just like 
I mean, Kevin Holland fights are always yeah. fun just because he's always talking. But I'm going to go with Cowboy. Really? Alex Cowboy, baby. Yo. Yeah, I've seen him fight a few times. I saw him fight in Long Island. He fought Ryan LaFlair, who's from Long Island. Put him to sleep. That was brutal. I was pulling for LaFlair just because he's like, you know, a hometown guy. Yeah. And then I saw him fight, uh, I think he fought Gunnar Nelson when I was in Toronto. And Gunnar Sullivan. That was a great fight, too. Like a With all the blood, blood right? Yeah, the bloodbath, yeah. yeah. That was a great fight. I, he's never in a boring fight. Neither, neither is Kevin Holland. So that's just going to be... I love that fight. I would have preferred this fight. fight in the Apex so I could hear Holland just like talking to him. Right, right. Because Holland just talks mad shit. I mean, yeah, we might be able to hear him. He's fucking big mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got some good seats, too. Yeah, we're sitting in the we lower some, bowl. We got some good seats. See, but I got Alex Cowboy. He's a two-to-one dog. Give me give me Damn. Alex Cowboy. I got Holland, bro. I think Holland wins this. Uh, Edson versus Bryce Also, Mitchell. that fight's at 70. Yes. I think that's his debut at 70. Walter Holland. Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's always been thin, though. Yeah, but it's 15 pounds. You word, said, word, word. Uh, Mitchell versus Barboza. Uh, I'm going to go Edson. Damn, bro. Why are you on these dogs, cuz? I told you. What I say before, this parlay we're going to put together is going to take three hours. Yeah, we're doing a, we're $250 each. We're trying to build a parlay for a screenshot life. Uh, I'm going Mitchell, bro. Thug nasty, baby. And the main event, both of us, Covington? Yeah, I'm going to go Covington. How? Covington by late stoppage, fourth or fifth round. Covington four or five decisions, my bet. Right there. There you go. Wow. Which is a, which is a you could play that because you could play one, two, three, or Covington four or five decisions. wins in round four, 20 to one odds. Uh, four or five decisions, probably like a, just a little after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably like plus 130 or 140. Covington. Covington wins fifth round plus 3,600. We'll see. We'll see. Oof. Oh, I got you right here. Ready? Plus 750. Four or five decision? Four. Well, fight ends four or five. Covington. Uh, it's not I bad. I could probably pull up four or five decision for you. It's not bad, bro. Plus 750 for Covington to win in round four and five. Late stoppage. Yeah. Cardio King. He has two lungs. You heard that one? Yeah. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Fried. I was talking to James Cross and he's like, yo, he's an idiot. <laughs> like, without, he's like, what? <laughs> That's what he just wrote. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, the battery's about to die on this recorder and I don't have any of the batteries. You're the man. I appreciate it. I'm excited for this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, tell the people where they can find you, what you're doing. Uh, yeah, at Endevito27 on Twitter and the gram. Vegas. We're out here, yo. You'll yeah, see. It's going to be fun. You'll hear, uh, you'll hear Boss on the pod. We're going to do some content out in Vegas together. So you'll be seeing him on the social medias. Oh, look at this. Makachev. Yeah. Look, 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 look. He goes, 170. Let's do it. We have unfinished business. RDA. Makachev, 23 minutes ago. Wow. But that's the, that's the, I know we're uh, ending here, but that's the, that's the nice little uh, thing about Dos Anjos is he's fought at 70 too. So. I feel like there's a big, you know, pool of fighters who could take this fight. It's not just one weight class. Although uh, he's cutting to make 55, I'm sure, but he might fight a 55 or at 70 or a 70 at 70. So we'll see, man. He, I, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to just have, like you said, my alerts on. I'll be on my phone for the next hour or two. So hopefully we get a fine announcement today. Tremendous. At Nick Deus 10 is where you can find me. At Veterans Minimum is where you can find everything for the show. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash veterans minimum you get next week's episode today and i'm excited there's a march is gambling addiction month boss it's uh did you see they're lighting up a ton of places yellow march 8th i think it is for gambling awareness yeah i didn't know that it was yellow but yellow is my favorite color so (laughs) it goes (laughs) that kind of explains a lot of things but yeah i had a uh, conversation with a doctor about uh gambling addictions and gambling and betting and the differences uh i'm sure it's popping up more and more here yeah man yeah and he was basically we were talking about like how it's a mental health issue but it's not really looked at as that because it's like dude just don't gamble yeah right but you don't say that to someone who's like an alcoholic go through treatments and stuff right it's uh it's a fascinating conversation man it was really insightful so you guys will be hearing that in a couple of days yeah 
you guys are out in Vegas, holla at us. Slide into the DMs. We won't say no to free beers. And uh, there'll be some NFL stuff coming on later this week and some NBA. So stay tuned. Catch you guys later. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.